What is up, Star Wars fans? Welcome to the first ever episode of Thursday Theory, presented by Their Only Legends. This is a small, short episode that I'm trying to do every Thursday, maybe every other Thursday, where I take a theory that I have. It doesn't have to be canon, doesn't have to be in storyline, it doesn't have to be a retcon, just for fun, a speculation about some aspect of the Star Wars universe that we love so much, and I go off of that. Five, ten minutes of my theory. And this week's inspiration for the first episode is coming straight from The Mandalorian Chapter 13, The Jedi. Now, if you listen to our regular podcast, which if you don't, you definitely should. You can find us on all major podcasting platforms. Whatever you're listening to this on, go back to the last episode called Episode 8, The Jedi, named after that Mandalorian chapter. And there, I kind of discuss a little bit about um, a theory I have. If you haven't watched that episode, I, I definitely recommend you stop now because there's spoilers involved uh, with this. But like I said, uh, I'm going to do my best to make all these theories kind of fit the canon, but I'm going to definitely stray sometimes. I'm not going to try to retcon too much. This isn't my prediction of what should happen. This isn't what I think the current canon should be. Again, this is just speculation. Nothing to worry about. Just pure fun. So, I started to form this particular theory during our recording of Their Only Legends Episode 8, but I have since fleshed it out a bit more. We have learned in Chapter 13 that Grogu or otherwise known as Baby Yoda, was trained at the Jedi Temple by, quote, multiple masters, and his memory, quote, goes dark at the end of Clone Wars after he was taken from the temple. My theory is that this is the direct work of Emperor Palpatine, also known as Darth Sidious. It is well known that Palpatine's master in his dark side training was Darth Plagueis, known most notably for his attempts to manipulate midichlorians in a person to keep someone from dying or even create life itself. For those that don't know, by the way, midichlorians are sentient microbes found inside a person's cells and are measured to determine a person's potential sensitivity to the Force. The highest midichlorian count, or M count, ever recorded was over 20,000 per cell, and that was an Anakin Skywalker. Although the M count of his son Luke is widely assumed to be the same or higher, but that one was never recorded. Plagueis taught Sidious everything he knew about manipulating midichlorians as Plagueis grew in power, but Sidious always believed himself to be wiser than his master. That's when Sidious believed he had discovered a better way to sustain life and power through cloning. If he could get the DNA of a powerful enough force user, then he could in theory replicate that person and transfer his spirit into the new vessel once the body was trained in the ways of the force. But first he would need to find a force user with a high enough M count, and he knew just the person. While Palpatine was being trained in the ways of the dark side, he was also working his way up through the political scene via the Galactic Senate as a representative for his home world of Naboo. This brought him somewhat close to the Jedi Council, where the Jedi Master Yoda, not yet Grandmaster, claimed a seat. Yoda had the highest M count in recorded history at that point, the perfect subject. Utilizing his political pull and dark side manipulations, Palpatine secured strands of Yoda's DNA and began working. Without Plagueis' knowledge, Palpatine successfully created an exact replica of Jedi Master Yoda. Being that the Sith must abide by the rule of two, however, and Darth Sidious was not quite ready to take the life of his master, he would have to find another way to have the young Force user trained. Under the Cloak of Night, the clone of Yoda, still an infant, was left on the steps of the Jedi Temple. He would leave the child with the Jedi to learn the extent of their power, and when the time was right, turn him to the dark side to dismantle the Jedi from the inside out before, of course, ultimately using the youngling's body as his next vessel. 
There were only two members of this species known to the population, and that's Yoda and Yaddle, both of which sat on the Jedi Council, and it was against the Jedi Code to have attachments. And if anyone were to see this child, then the suspicions would definitely spread fast that Yoda and Yaddle might have broken that code. Palpatine knew it would be in the Jedi's best interest to keep this child a secret, and when the time was right, he would return to collect. What Palpatine didn't expect was to meet young Anakin Skywalker, though. And after meeting Anakin, sensing just how powerful he would become, he knew this was his new project. Palpatine knew every step he had to take, both as a political figurehead and a master of the dark arts, to rise to power. He used Darth Maul to sow seeds of doubt into the Jedi's minds about their ability to sense darkness. He used Count Dooku to show that even their own aren't immune to the temptations of the dark side. He implements a clone army and bearing a secret command deep inside their inhibitor chips to begin eradicating the Jedi, and ultimately by manipulating Anakin's fear of loss to transform the young Skywalker into the mighty Darth Vader, bringing the Jedi to their knees. Everything was in order to take his place as ruler. Everything except how he was going to maintain his rule. He had set everything up to use Darth Vader as his next vessel, until Obi-Wan Kenobi delimbed his apprentice, making him weaker than his full potential would have allowed. After the Jedi were left in shambles and his apprentice, although still powerful, was now more machine than man, Darth Sidious enacted his contingency. He ordered the retrieval of the Yoda clone, now known as Grogu, and began training the youngling in the dark side of the Force. This is where Grogu's memory goes dark, either from Palpatine erasing his memory, or from sheer trauma that Grogu does not want to remember. This was kept hidden from Lord Vader, of course, for if he were to catch wind, it would likely spell the end for either Grogu, Sidious, Vader himself, or quite possibly all three. Part of the Emperor's time with Grogu also included experimentation with midichlorian transfers from one being to another. Might be another reason why the memory is dark, because this is something that he either was not conscious to remember, or something he wants to block out completely. And by now, Palpatine has his minions working behind the scenes, making clones from his own DNA, because he does not want to transfer himself into such a small creature, leaving him vulnerable to people much larger than him. And knowing how long it's taken this child to grow, it might be a long time before he's able to transfer his essence into this body. But maybe, if they could extract the materials from Grogu and transfer them to a worthy Palpatine clone body... But before he could even complete it, however, his work was spoiled once again. Luke Skywalker's redemption of his father Anakin required Sidious to prematurely transfer his essence to the unfit clone body of himself, losing his asset, the child, Grogu, in the process, and causing the work to start brand new. After the destruction of the second Death Star, the Empire was strewn thin across the galaxy, but Emperor Palpatine had one last trick up his sleeve. He tasked one of his Imperial Loyalists, Moff Gideon, to track down the child to restart what had been interrupted. Alright guys, I want you all to let me know what you think. I hope you enjoyed that. Let me know. Did you guys think it was a good theory? Is this something you want to see play out on screen or in some other Star Wars media? Or was this one just a little too off for your liking? Either way, let me know. Send me an email to theironlylegends at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-Y-R-E onlylegends at gmail.com. Put in the subject of the heading TT or Thursday Theory, something like that so I know what it's about. Or if you've got theories of your own. Maybe you've got a, a theory that's fully fleshed out that you want Spencer and I to talk about on the podcast, the one that releases every Wednesday. We'll definitely love to do that. So send it to us. We want to know about your work. Or if you've got a theory that you haven't quite fleshed out, something that you've got a couple ideas and you want help with it, Spencer and I would love to like give you some ideas on the podcast. 
give you some uh, uh, inspiration to further that. Or I would even love to to take that those ideas and then flesh that theory out for you and then do one of these Thursday theories. Either way, send us an email. Let us know what you think. Um, if you're not already listening to our podcast somehow, if this is the first time you ever listened to us, whatever you're listening to us on, whatever platform, go back and listen. They're only legends releases every Wednesday Spencer and I we dive into Mandalorian while it's out for reviews we we talk about everything Star Wars um, if you're not already following the Instagram go ahead find us on Instagram at they're only legends T-H-E-Y is that right T-H-E-Y-R-E sorry I can't even spell it myself they're only legends just like we spell it in the show um, Spencer is working really hard to give you guys quality content on there he's posting once sometimes twice a day we're talking memes comics uh, facts trivia all sorts of information on there uh he's working really hard he's doing a really good job so go give us a follow show your support if you're listening on apple Podcasts, give us a rating and a review it it goes it goes way further than you know as far as getting us out there to the other star wars fans and with that until next time my friends stay safe and may the force be with you